Hello everyone, this is the prestigious one here. We're back for another episode of the podcast and just a quick intro before we get in there. I keep messing up the sponsors. The reason being we've got um, Pro Wrestling Elite have just had their show on September 22nd, I believe it was. The ad in this show talks about that show, but obviously now that you're hearing this, it has been and gone. It was an awesome show, so I'm going to let you know about the next one, ProWrestlingElite.com. Go check it out. They're back in air on December 15th. You know the drill, guys. The roster is stacked top to bottom, but you'll hear all the details on the ad that's about to come up. Just all you need to know is that the show is December 15th in air. Also, I'm delighted to welcome a brand new sponsor, a promotion I will be wrestling for, and I'm very excited to do so. Um, this company is called Fight Forever Wrestling. They're the UK's newest promotion. They're called Fight Forever Wrestling. They're going to hold their debut tour this December with four incredible events. There's Phenomena at Prism Nightclub on the 6th of December in Birmingham. On the 7th of December, we're at York Hall in London for Deep Red. On the 8th of December, we're in Bristol at the Action Indoor Sports. Uh, the show is called Inferno. And on the 9th of December in Liverpool, we're at the event, sorry, the Eventum Olympia, and the show is called Trauma. It's a wrestling tour with a difference. Fight Forever Wrestling are promising the ultimate fan experience. You get live wrestling with an absolutely stacked roster, including myself. I mean, that's surely enough for the price alone, right, guys? But wait for this. We have got, in my opinion, if you hold this title, you're the number one wrestler in independent wrestling. We've got the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, who is the current NWA Heavyweight Champion. We've got Brandy Rhodes. We've got Jimmy Havoc, Flip Gordon, Kaylee Ray, Viper, Zach Gibson, Travis Banks, and many more from WS, WWE UK, and there's myself from Impact Wrestling as well. But there's more. You'll also get the award-winning Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard live with both Bruce and Conrad Thompson, which if you guys haven't been living under a rock, you'll know this is one of the most popular podcasts in the world. I think it might be the most popular sports podcast, certainly the most popular wrestling podcast. Again, something ridiculous like 4 million downloads a month, but you're going to get a live version of it at these events along with the show. So it really is the ultimate fan experience. But wait for this. When the show's finished, the party continues and they're hosted... The after party that is hosted by WWE Hall of Famer The Godfather. Uh, the Godfather is going to join us in Birmingham on the 6th and Bristol on the 8th for Godfather's, can't believe I'm going to say this, the prestigious one's going to say it, The Godfather's Pimpin' Party. And if you're attending the London show on the 7th or Liverpool on the 9th, The Godfather will transform into his terrifying alter ego, Papa Shango, for Papa Shango's Voodoo Party. So there you go, you got stacked wrestling show, you got an amazing podcast, and you've got the after party as well. It's all there, ticket packages available now at fightforeverwrestling.com. All right, let's do this. Joe Hendry makes things better, but there's still so much to do. Joe Hendry makes things better, and now he's got a podcast. Cause if you like some, we'll come and collect some. And if you like some. Hello and welcome to episode unknown of the Joe Hendry <laughs> Show. We've completely lost track, um, and I need to. Basically, what happened was I was kind of behind on guests. You know how it's like. One with us, one with a guest, mm. one with us, one with a guest. I was kind of behind a little bit, and we're, we're about two after today. If I post another one today, we'll still be two, three weeks behind. Good lord! So I need to, I need to uh, get get my finger to get some more guests in. But um, if you're watching this, you can see that Joe Hendry has been replaced by a 19 year old. He's turned baby face. Uh, guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, my my beard is gone, um, and my idea was I was thinking, well, I'll do it straight after Defiant. 
no one will know the beard will be back by the weekend and then I forgot I do this and I do the stream for Impact <laughs> so even the Impact Wrestling Twitch was ripping on me um, but anyway before we get into important matters such as that we've got some even more important matters which is of course discussing the sponsors and first up is Pro Wrestling Elite. Guys, this is one of the, the first promotions to really get behind the prestigious one. Um, you may remember there was a belt that used to sit behind me. It was the Pro Wrestling Elite Heavyweight Championship. And I unfortunately well, yeah. lost that to the current champion, Kenny Williams. But all is not lost. I'm going to try and work my way back to the title scene. And that begins when Pro Wrestling Elite comes back to Airtown Hall on the 22nd of September. These shows are awesome. It's great for you know true indie fans, but uh, friends and family as well. It's just it's, they're really professionally run. Great events. I can't speak highly of them enough. And they're always great fun to go to. Uh, the roster's ab- absolutely stacked from top to bottom. You've got stars of WWE UK, WS Wrestling, and you know that's me. And also me is Impact Wrestling as well. So they've got the, they've got the major companies covered there. Uh, you've got myself. I'm going to be there. You've got Kenny Williams, the champ, Kaylee Ray, Viper. You've got Wolfgang, Joe Coffey, Shaz Samuels, Jack Jester, BT Gun, and so many more. As I said, the roster is absolutely stacked is from a, top a to very long. impressive roster. It is say. indeed, it is indeed. And if you want to grab your tickets, I believe they're selling very quickly. I think the gold tickets may have gone already, but the general admission tickets are still available. Go to prowrestlingelite.com and go click tickets, and I'm sure you guys can take it from there. Um, so again, that's the 22nd of September, 2018. I'm going to be there along with all the people that I just mentioned. It's going to be an awesome show, prowrestlingelite.com. All right. Next up, it's Beer 52. You guys know the drill with this one. How would you like a free case of craft beer? Well, as a listener to a show... Oh, man, that was a... Yeah. A as a listener to the show... I can't, <laughs> as a listener to the show, Beer 52... Yeah, I can't do it. But anyway, uh, we'd like to thank you. And you can, uh, you can get yourself a free case of beer. Just go to beer52.com forward slash Henry. And basically, all you have to pay is the postage and packaging, which is £2.99. And actually, with that in mind, I'm, I may even be, a, I may even have one arriving today. I'm excited about that. We'll need to listen out for the courier nice. um, because Beer Fifty Two is the world's most popular monthly craft. I, oh, oh my God! There we go. There we go. <laughs> no way. That is nuts. no way. That is nuts. Here Where's we go. The right, the they're, uh, they're 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 um, on. That's oh, not right. You guys, you guys continue. You guys, right. continue. You you maybe on the kitchen table or still on the door. One of the two. Alright, so I'm going to try and take over the old sponsors here. We'll try and take over here. So as Joe was saying, Beer 52 is the world's most popular monthly craft beer discovery club. Searching out incredible and exclusive small batch craft beers from the world's greatest breweries and bringing them back to their members. There's a whole world of craft beer out there and this is your chance to get on board with, with discovering it. Every month focuses on a new country or theme and if you sign up now, you'll get the chance to try a case of the best... Oh, sorry, if you don't know, you'll get a chance to try the, uh, a case of the best British craft beers as part of hot their tag, summer bangers. Oh, come Where on. Where are you? Summer bangers. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all right for a while there. So, yes, as Dave was saying, every month Dave focuses exactly, on a new country or theme. And if you sign up now, you can get your, your free case and you can read all about it in Ferment Magazine and also get your chicken wing flavor crisps as well. Oh. So, again... Beer 52, that's the word beer, number 52.com forward slash Hendry. 
He'll claim it. It's two ninety five. All you got to pay is the postage. There's no minimum commitment, and so you can just take the free case, try the beer, see what you think. If it's not for you, call or email and cancel that. But you won't want to because you're going to love it because they got a five star rating on Trustpilot as well. Mm, nice. Last but not least, do you like video games? I do. Do you like nerds? Love them. Do you like nerds doing video game things? Oh, that's my jam. That is your jam. <laughs> exactly. Then you want to try the bottom tier, which is your one-stop shop for nerd humor, video games, and gratuitous swearing. I didn't approve of the swearing as usual, but we'll let it slide. Jason and Colton co-run the stream. I mean, they aren't working in video games journalism because, by the way, they, they work for MMO Huts, which is a highly respected media outlet, have over half a million subs on YouTube. This is their side project. And so when they're not working doing that, they're playing randomized retro RPGs, online co-op games, Guitar Hero, and reading the worst fiction the internet has ever produced in their bottom-tier book club segments, one of which I have joined and it was a lot of fun. One has a melodious voice, the other has a magnificent beard, and when their powers combine, they produce something incredible. Guys, go to twitch.tv forward slash the bottom tier. Go check it out. I've had a lot of fun on their show. You guys will enjoy watching it as well. Thank you so much to the sponsors. Um, we really appreciate it because of them, we're able to get these guys the train tickets to come through and, and do the, the podcast. So we appreciate it very much. And thanks to Pro Wrestling Elite for joining as well. Um, and again, yeah, if you want to sponsor the podcast, um, just give me an email, bookings at joehendry.net. Um, basically, sponsorship starts from £100. So if you're listening and you it's want to... cheap. Exactly, it is. Yeah. So just give us a shout if you want to uh, sponsor, you know, if you want people to know it's, it's uh, about your business or even just if it's your, your birthday. Or, or you just hey, if you pay me, if you pay us hundred pounds, we'll, we'll we'll say it, man. We'll announce we'll whatever you exactly. exactly. Ask your ask or, your girlfriend uh, to marry you, whatever. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, that that'd be a good way to do it, wouldn't it? Yeah, imagine, on, on imagine, a podcast. Yeah, yeah man, so it's like they, they ask us to uh, <laughs> to basically but right. I need you to tell my bird I want to marry her, and then we go. Ah, we will, Steve. We will, and then we accidentally leave it like four weeks or something by the time <laughs> it comes out, and like we miss the deadline and ruin their wedding. That's that's what will probably happen if we were left to that. But no, yes, it won't. No, it won't. It won't. It won't. No, no, no. I mean, no, no, no. No, no. it'll be perfect. No, it'll be it, perfect. It, 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 it would be perfect. It would be perfect. Yeah, we are we are professional with the of course with, with the ads. Facebook doesn't think so, but we are exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so let's crack on. There was something I wanted to. It's boiling in here, isn't it? It's quite warm. It's roasting. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, we'll bear with crack it for a while. There was something I wanted to get into right away, um, which was basically the stuff that's going on with. Um, for you guys who don't know, um, there, you probably will know there is a kid called Izzy who was on WWE program and she was. Um, you know, in the audience, she was Bailey's biggest fan. You know, it was a really cute story. Um, and where this has gone wrong, in my opinion, is I saw footage of her taking a choke slam yep. on an independent show. Um, so this has gone from being a really kind of nice, heartfelt story to yep. extremely problematic. And what's as problematic for me is the reaction to it online because you get a lot of people unfortunately like don't get me wrong like my experience of wrestling fans has been amazing right but there is a pocket of wrestling fans who think they know everything when they in fact know absolutely nothing and when yeah. I've seen a lot of that with this because when it comes to this what you guys need to understand is in my opinion people who support Izzy taking a choke slam on an independent wrestling show at 12 years old is one of or both of the following: a moron, or has never taken a bump in their life. 
See, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna side towards the latter there because I'll tell you what right now. When I first started wrestling, I was 20 years old. Yeah, or 21. And I was taking bumps. Dude, that, I tell you what, when I took my first bumps, I honestly thought that I was like having a brain aneurysm. I was like, oh my God. When I remember... I the, can't imagine a 12-year-old girl taking those bumps. Yeah, I remember oh. the first bump I ever took. And I'll tell you what, that's not a, that's not a body slam. That's not a, nope. you know, that's not a spine buster. It's that's not a wee clothesline. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. a, dude. Yeah, that's a... A choke slam, which is uh, that's that's a heavy bump, and the thing is, the the human body is it's not at the point where it should be taking that kind of punishment, and it's just like my worry is is I worry about that poor girl because now that that's happened, what's going to be next? You know, all well, it takes escalate exactly, right? and oh. it's like what I just worry because it's like you know I think it's amazing that this kid is going to be able to pursue her dreams but I think that's great, it's, but it's not her let me just make this very clear this is not her fault in any no, way no, shape not or form not she's just pursuing her, her dream if someone asked me do you want to have a wrestling match yeah, 12, you're like, yeah. of course you would have of, of course you would and there's a way to do it and I know people are going to say well you did something in a ring that involved you know a kid at the uh, impact totally different that, story that was a different totally thing because different. what it, that kid again well the, the tapings haven't aired yet so we'll kind of We'll, we'll steer leave, away we've from gone, that. We've gone into details, but we can discuss it but once that, it airs. But yeah, yeah, but that there would, that kid was never at any point put at any risk. They didn't have to take a move. They didn't have to deliver a move. There was yeah. they were they were just there in the ring. You know, what I mean, mean? If, we're, if we're gonna get so, meta here about this, if we're gonna kind of you know not unravel the business, but if we're gonna kind of talk about you know the the ins and outs of it here, like even we're fully grown men, you know, big, big, strong, fully grown men. This is a twelve year old girl, and. Like, People don't realize, like, yeah, what we're doing, you know, we're pro wrestling, you know, entertainment, all that stuff, but the impact of what bumping does to the body, it's not, the body's not designed to be bumping. Like, even fully grown, athletic, grown men, oh, you and, know, and women and, as well, and, you know. and top level female athletes, the, the, just top level athletes, male, female, any size, even as fully grown adults, are not. Meant to be bumping. Like, I, know, just, I, know story, to. I know a story of a top level international athlete, world class athlete in their sport, was given a tryout with a major organization. Yep. Took a bump. Yep. And went, no thanks, not for me. I can't do this. I think I know exactly what you're you talking know, about. I mean, without going into details, that's not a. Yeah, that's, man. that's not commonly known, but and I'm talking about a household name. This athlete got, was this athlete was yeah. top level. Like we're talking about Tiger the, Woods. <laughs> yeah, man, he took it. He was like, nah, man, this is not the way I'm going to make my comeback. So, but <laughs> what I really want to what I really want to talk about this is it's I, when I I'm really trying not to react emotionally about it because it's just like mate, calm, saw, down. calm down, man, for God's sake. I saw a lot of comments about it online, and it's just like. It annoys me that people. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people have the best of intentions, yeah. thinking that they're you know looking out for the kid or the wrestlers involved or whatever by defending what's going on. But you know, I don't swear often, but they don't. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Agreed. You know absolutely fucking nothing about Agreed. this situation and what it entails and the possible damage yep. that this that this kid is now going to be in if this continues to happen. Look, 
the human body is not designed to take that punishment that time. If you want to be a wrestler, there's things that you can do. You know what I mean? Please, kids, if you've got kids and they want to do wrestling and stuff like that, you know, there is no problem. There's things they can do. They can do freestyle wrestling. They can do say. judo. They can yep. do jiu-jitsu. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of, they can do gymnastics. They there's can do so dancing. Stuff you can do to exactly. build. I'll tell you what, man, yeah, because when you first started pro wrestling, you were a black belt in judo, correct? Yeah. Yep. And I remember just how quickly you took it. Because you started training just shortly after I did. And I remember being like, ah, who's this new guy? Yeah. And you took to it like a duck to water because of your background in judo. You had the good footwork. You already knew how to roll yeah. and stuff. If you want to do that at that age, if you want to learn, if you want to take up something that is going to absolutely 100% help you and accelerate your process into the pro wrestling business at the age of 12... Amateur wrestling, judo, some sort of thing like that is going to be far more useful for you than taking bumps in a I mean, ring. At the, that the other age. thing that infuriates me about it, right, is there's like there's fans analysing the footage and they're going, oh, the bump looks safe to me. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. You do not know what you were talking about. It is so infuriating. Yep. And the point is not, did this child hurt, get hurt? The point is, was this child put at risk? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Was it worth putting that child's health at risk for a quick laugh and a quick reaction or to no. get famous on the internet. No, it was not. A child's health should never be put at risk like that. That child is not at an age where they can consent to putting their body through that. You know um, what I mean? And I must stress, this is not Izzy's fault. No, it's not. I, I would... I, I mean, I've said this... I said this to you guys off the off the podcast, but I'm I'm hoping that there you know someone because uh, there's a few people in the business who have, have had similar opinions on this, like people who know what they're talking about, yep. people like Zach Ryder, people like Chelsea Green, people like Lance Storm who have yep. come out and they, they've talked about this and they're getting ripped by people on the internet and Bothers it's just me, like man. and it's me. like why do, and do you think they're saying this? To get themselves over, or do you think they're saying this because they're concerned about the the health of the kid and the, the direction? There yeah. needs to this is going in. There needs to be some standards, you know. What I mean, on the on the indie scenes for for doing what's responsible and doing what's right. And if you're a promoter and you you okay that and you think that's okay, then you're a piece of shit. This is the problem though with wrestling, and this is why it bothers me because people are disagreeing and giving. Uh, and getting given shade to guys like especially so it's one thing with like Zack Ryder and Chelsea but guys like Lance Storm right? Lance Storm is a veteran in the business he's been around for years and he's a coach dude so he knows more than anybody exactly you know what's going on right he knows exactly what's going on he's he, let's put it this way he's switched up let's put it that way right and, he, and he's coming out and saying this stuff and the fact that people are disagreeing with him I'm just like who the, again pardon my language but who the fuck are you to disagree with a guy like Lance Storm when he is a coach, he deals with you know beginners in this sport. It, it's it's indicative of the business nowadays, you know. Just in general, in my opinion. Again, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant with this one, but it's like we're so meta now. Everything's so meta. Everything's like, oh, it's pro wrestling, so it doesn't matter if a 12 year old kid gets in there and takes a joke slam. It's like, guys. When are we going to start realizing that we're going too far? Like we're going down a rabbit hole here. That's just—it's going too far. It's like when are we going to? You know what I mean? Yeah. If a twelve-year-old kid yeah. can come in the business and start taking choke slams and stuff, it's like. Well, what, what, what I'm worried about? Yeah, that's what I'm worried what about. What next? Oh, you know why? So are they going to have her do a Canadian show? Are they going to have her jump off the top rope? Are yeah. they going to take a power bomb? Are they going to what's going to be next? How long before something happens? How and long she before? Her, yep. She takes a bump a wee bit dodgy or she does something and her knee gets done in or something. She could be injured badly before she's even fully finished like growing into an adult and it's like, that's dangerous. 
I'm I'm really concerned and worried about this kid, to be honest with you, um, because this is just this is again this is not the kid's fault. No, it's not. It's this fault. is the. I respect Izzy. I think I, I think it's great that she has a passion, and I think it's fantastic that she wants to pursue that passion. Honestly, I do. But it's like there needs to be something in place to, for her safety. I don't think she, I don't know. I think that it's going to be easy for her to kind of be like, well, this is my passion. It's what I want to do. But at 12 years old, man, it's just, we hear about brain injuries and concussions and things nowadays. With all that going on, it's like, this is, that really worries me because it's like, now that we do know that and it's like, people are saying like, well, it's, it's no worse than, than American football. And it's like, that's that's a different discussion for a different day. You know, everyone's aware of yeah. concussion issues in American football and stuff like that, but it's like, I'm not really concerned with that. What I know is pro wrestling, and what I know yeah. is what it feels like to take a choke slam or to take oh, a bump. And I know what it feels like to take a bump when you're just starting out. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't want to hear all this crap about like, oh, she was protected. No, there's no such thing as protected. When, yeah, when it's a, when it's a, a kid being choke slammed. You know? I mean, how many times have you taken a bump that to the outside would look safe, but in your head you're like, oh, exactly. It's sake. like when you're when you're watching until you've done it. You just don't have an opinion on this, in my opinion. Again, it's and just, that's such a wrestler thing to say for us to do, to go and say, oh, you didn't care what you're talking about because you're the fans and that. But it, And again, there are some wrestlers that go too far with that and, and completely ostracise fans and are like, you didn't understand. But the truth is, and this is the facts, it's just you can't understand unless you've done it. It really is a complete and utter crazy thing for your body to do. Do you have any idea, even mentally, how crazy it is to take a bump to literally throw your body into a position and break fall completely against your body's natural instincts it's like these the mats they're not they're soft. not no, no these are not, not, it's not a sofa let it's me not tell you this let me tell mm-hmm. you this right a ring is it's got metal bars and wood underneath it it is spring underneath they don't even have springs some of them some of them don't even have springs they are it is it it, you, it's a it's a wooden structure, guys. It's not springy mattress. It's not like you know the big bed in your parents' house. It's yeah. I'm telling you, it's Where it's the big bed. <laughs> Jake, what's your take? Big bed pro wrestling. I think BBPW bit. We have the BBPW champion. Eh? Well, I mean, that's also a risk one because when we were wrestling in Dad's bed, and I split open my lip. Like, yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> what you a was, bed, dude! I know it was, it was more the edge of the bed because I yeah. missed. Yeah, Jake. I remember. I was like, "Don't, don't, 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 don't make that jump, Jake. You'll never make that." And he just went boom, like face first into yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, that one was on you. First injury, yeah, big bed, that wrestling. <laughs> um, on, with this situation, like it's just such a wholesome origin to it you know it's this fan yeah. she she loves wrestling she wants to be a part of it but because some people aren't being safe enough and some people aren't thinking about her well-being yeah that she's going to be uh, has been and can in the future be put into this like really dangerous situation yeah which can really impact her for the rest of her life and that's just not fair again it's it's more and this is the thing, it might sound, because nothing, you know, as far as we're aware anyway, you know, fingers crossed, nothing did happen to mm. her badly. So it might seem like people are overreacting, might be like, oh, but she was safe, it was fine. That's not the issue here. The issue is what could happen, you know? That's, you know what I mean? Running across a motorway, it's like, well, I didn't they die? It's like, I bet you could have, mate. Yeah. You know, yeah. how long until literally you just misjudge it a wee bit and it's, you do end up getting hurt? And you know, at her age, 
We're, we, I mean, dude, we've got big necks and we're, we're conditioned for the, for the ring. You know what, what bothers just, me about this as well? Is it's just like... Her neck and head are just... I just, I didn't even, No, I just don't like it then. Similar to what you're saying about the more ways. It's like playing Russian roulette and saying you're yeah. fine. Like, oh, I love like, this time. Oh, good. Like, yeah, there's only great. one in six chance that you just die or like something really bad happens. Dude, look at the number of guys these days that take one bad bump and they end up, they're ending their career. You know? It can happen. Yeah, it can, it, well, look, it, it, it can look happen. at Primate. Primate took a clothesline. The, yeah. the Newcastle show. Took a clothesline. One clothesline, which people think is a Tyson kid. A really easy. Yeah, I mean, it's. Even it's, Jason Jordan right this, now. This is, a, this is a super dangerous thing, and the thing that really. It's. The thing yeah. that I find really difficult about this is it's basically of all the possible options. You pick. Of, of what to do on mm. the show. If you're going to have a kid on the show. Which is again, you know, it's kids are a huge part of the wrestling audience. So you know, I'm not against to like kids having a wee a wee spot on a show every now and then because it's like you know, it's kind of given back in a way. But in yeah. this situation, right, it's like of all the things that you could have done to basically have Izzy on the show and introduce her and make a thing of it, that was your go-to. If you're thinking about mm-hmm. okay, what's the what's the the safest way that we can do this? Without making sure that she doesn't get hurt, but you know we can get you know there's going to be a ra- reaction or she's going to have this moment or whatever, yeah. and that was what you picked was to choke slam her of mm. all the things you could do. You know what I mean? I mean to be honest with you, I'm against. Like I don't think kids should be wrestling on shows at that age, so I'm against like yeah, even a that. move. But at least it's it's not it, it's not something that you can like work with absolutely no kind of bump or you know I mean yeah. there's there was a zillion other things you could that done. you could have done if you were gonna go down that route which I don't recommend but you could have done and they chose not to it was a choke slam. It was diabolical. There's no two ways about it. If if what I'm saying offends you I really I honestly like I'm at this point where it's like I, I can't if after if you've listened to what I've just said yeah. and you still think that it's okay for a kid to be taking a choke slam like yeah. that then I can't debate this with you. I can't. I, I literally can't debate this with I'll, you. And I need to leave it there. I'm, okay. I'm, I said I wouldn't get emotional. I'll go one better. Yeah, I'll go one better. And this is the problem. And again, I've said this about the business in general. That's. It's like it will escalate if nothing is done about it and nothing said about it. It'll escalate because like, oh, what a reaction, eh? Next, it'll be you know off the top rope, superplexes, things like that. And that's when the, the degree of risk becomes higher and higher. And honestly, this is just this is just me, so this isn't indicative of Joe's opinion or Jake's opinion or anybody else's opinion. This is just me. If you disagree with that, then tough tits. You know? At me on Twitter. I don't care. At the end of the day, you have to there has to, you have to take a stand on this and be like, look, the risks are too high. And with knowing what the business is like these days, everything escalates. Once you've done it once it's like, well, that'll never get that well, reaction. The thing is so like, it's like, let's make it now, further and further. And then nowadays, yeah. in today's day and age, we live in such an inflammatory age where yeah. you can make one comment out of the term and it becomes this huge deal. I've had a friend of mine who said something with the best of intentions. Yeah. I'm not gonna go into details, accidentally kind of said something that was borderline kind of it was offensive, but the person didn't mean to be offensive mm, of course. and they just jumped on it, you know, and, but my friend apologized and, you know, respect to them. They stood by their stance and says, no, I didn't know that that was, you know, offensive. Now that I know 
it won't happen again. But I'm not going to continue to apologize because it wasn't done with malice. It was ignorance of not knowing that that is an offensive yeah. term. And it was, you know, of, of the scale of, you know, it was something, it was a forgivable offense. Yeah. But in today's day and age, right, you can say one wrong thing and it can just explode. So it becomes it becomes difficult for a wrestler or a public personality or somebody like that to voice your opinion these days. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like it can be inflammatory. But this issue, this is a kid's health. This oh, yeah. is something I'm willing to take a stand <laughs> on. And it's like, if I'm going to, if I lose a few fans because of what I'm saying right now, then I'm willing to lose that if it means raising a little bit of awareness over yeah. why this is dumb as fuck. I agree. You know? Good, I got like six fans, and if I lose three of them, it's like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. 50% of the fan base. Uh, my 50% of my fans are gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it, it's just, yeah, it's just, imagine that too. It's gravity, you know, your spine, it's just, it, I, people don't understand. It's literally like, if I told, you know, I mean, just like drop yourself to the ground right now. Your spine, as I say, fully grown adults. Yeah. You know, male, female, good athletes, not good athletes, fat, thin, whatever, are going to struggle with that. Mm. I can't imagine a 12-year-old girl. Like, that's just a bit much. Oh, it's one of my fans, dude. One of my fans are subscribed. They agree. And uh, maybe that's our... Apologies, folks. That's uh, I should have turned that off. Basically, that's the noise that makes when someone subscribes. So thank you to whoever subscribed. But Thank that's you. why that I mean maybe that's a signal we've been ranting about this we have been yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, God's sake lads will you move on for okay. God's sake we've so been yeah. clear on that one I think we did man. It's, I think it's an important subject though you yeah. gotta take the time to talk about it I feel especially agreed yeah agreed. someone has to you know and there are already people that are taking the stand but I think it's important like you mm. say to, to, to take that stand and, and make it clear that no this is not okay you know yeah no. anyway anyway moving on what else has happened this what's, week? What's been happening? Maybe? Well, well, the past week... I've Jake's been, got a story. I have been non-stop oh watching Dota 2. Nice. Because the international 2018... Can you just explain what I was going to say, explain what Dota I will, 2 I will. is. The, so the t- international 2018 has been going on, which is the annual massive tournament for professional Dota 2. So Dota so, 2 is a video game. Yep. I'm not going to dive too much into the actual game because it's so complicated and so complex it's hard to understand if I you haven't hours. played oh, a you, game you, you similar need, to it. You need to be an expert. If you're not in the know, then just get out of like, it. It actually is. I didn't have fun playing the game for the first 200 hours. I just wow. didn't have fun. But then you it was that, training this for you. This is the first time I've heard you speak about it positively. You behave like, <laughs> you, you behave like an addict towards that game. That's because like, everyone This is. game absolutely sucks, but I need it. Yeah, it's that's like, the it's thing, like, like me with that They Are Billions game. Dude, I'm, I'm just... I, mean, I know it's not even that good. But it's it like, is really good, though. It, it, it is good. It is good. But Once, well, it's still an early access as well. Give it okay, some time. fair enough. I'll give it time. But, uh, so, Indo, it's a five versus five competitive game where you usually the games are mm, 25 to 45 minutes long typically they can be shorter they can be longer but like the I think the earliest match I've ever seen is like 12 minutes yeah. and the latest I've seen is that just like, like an absolute dominate yeah like the team just gave just up they forfeited slapped a bit the they forfeited like straight up cause just they, like take it uh, right it, was, the it was bad it. Um, so the 2018 international has been going on nice this is the eighth one started in 2011. And every single just game. Just for a while then. Wow. We actually gained viewers talking about Dota 2. Good! My Good. goodness. Carry on. Yeah. How are we doing Dota 2? I'll happily keep going. <laughs> and uh, so every year the prize pool 
has got bigger and bigger and bigger. What did it begin at? It's like as big as actual sports. It started now, off at bigger, isn't it? One million dollars. It started in, at a million. in 2011. Holy crap! The, it was like Jesus the, It was the largest esports prize pool of all time, like by triple. Like no one had come near those numbers. So, what were the main esport games before Dota? Um. Like it's Starcraft. Hard. Yeah, it was like mainly like Starcraft, One Man Two, mm, um, and Counter Strike, basically. Yeah. And like okay. League of Legends was just yeah. starting as well. There was also a game called he- Heroes of New Earth, yeah. which is essentially Dota, but it was like it's like Dota One Point Five. So it's like okay. Dota, and but it was created by a different company, not Valve. Okay. So Valve bought Dota and officially made Dota Two. Okay, because Dota started off as a mod for Warcraft Three. Well, that's what I thought was weird because they had basically. You played Warcraft 3 and there was a mod within Warcraft 3 called Dota, right? Yeah. But Dota just created its own game and it's got like all the same heroes. It's, it's literally they're, they're very similar. It's yeah. like it's like Fire Pro Wrestling. It's like it's like Deep Freeze Steve Majors. It's like Team Fortress, isn't it? Isn't Team Fortress supposed to be a mod of uh, That was a Half-Life, mod of yeah. Half-Life. It's a Half-Life mod. Yeah, so it's Counter-Strike. Yeah, it's it's literally like Basically, really, Counter-Strike is mod. So yeah, it's about Valve owned. Yeah, Half-Life yeah. yeah. But the thing is, Valve. Whereas Valve were just like, but right, mate, Valve. Mate, we'll just buy this, mate. Eh? We'll no, just no, monopolize Valve it. were very good at finding the mod developers and being like, "Look, you guys have talent. Come work." <laughs> yeah, us. you have to do that. Like, like yeah, so they found more. the biggest fans who want to make a game. Yeah. And they made a good one, and they go, boys, get right over Isn't here. Isn't that what Sonic Mania? I was going to say Sonic Mania. That's the thing, and this is, you know, even though, you know, I've got the old Nintendo t-shirt, which is actually cool as hell. Uh, like, again, that's one of the biggest things I've got with Nintendo, man, is they don't do that. They shut down those games, you know? One of my favourite ones, which was AM2R, where the Met- other Metro 2 remake, and they, they DMCA'd it, like, immediately after it mm. got released, and I was like, guys, these guys just made a really cool-ass game. Hire them. Yeah. Look what Sonic Mania is. Look at Dota. It's like, look at what these people can do. These people have a passion for this. They're doing this for little to no money. Yeah. It's like, imagine what they would do if you were paying them. Oh, yeah, Dota had no money in the beginning. Yeah. There's been so many developers, but the one key guy is called Ice Frog. Mm. And he, to this day, his identity is unknown. He All we know is that he is probably Chinese and that he really likes mangoes. See, I like the fact that he's the only things we know about Why him. do you know he likes mangoes? Because he tweeted about it. Okay. <laughs> I was going yeah, to say, I love mangoes, mate. Because I hope that's not like some racist connotation. No, no, like, like, <laughs> no it's, it's sort of like an inside joke. Like, How is he still he added, a, he added mangoes to Doha, like, as an item. So, yeah, so I'm watching. What is the prize money nowadays, actually, just before you go on? For this year, I'd have to search up. I think it's around thirty something million. What? Wow. Yeah. And it's Pistons. almost really. All, that's I'll, like fast. Like right so if you win that, you get Canvas net worth. The winning team, which is five players, it depends on their contracts. Dude, that's the top your team. Mind. That's like mate, I could get like a big donkey in my living room if I wanted. The, the winning wait, wait, team. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Right, okay. So. You win the 30 million prize pool from Dota 2 and your first order of priorities is putting a donkey well, in your if I wanted to, mate, <laughs> if I want, mate, I could do what I want. But I that's the first I could have solid gold walls. No, I could do what no, I you want. Said it now. You said it now, Dave. That's for 30 million. We'll do that for you. We'll mate, take care of that. I could literally get the seat out of a Ferrari and make it like my armchair for my house. Just be like... Okay, so, so far, your, grand, your dreams of grandeur have totaled taking right, the no, seat. No, sorry, the... the Final prize pool was 
25 points. Oh, only 25 oh. million. Oh. But no, no one will go in the living room, mate. No, it's not happening. The anyway, winning man. team gets between five players 11.2 million dollars okay. each. Yeah. Sorry, but no, no, no. Oh, right. between them. Right. But then also they split between their organization right, and the coach. Right, so anyway, going for we'll the story. We'll back a second. Yeah. There's, a, there's a really good storyline this year. So for since 2013, nah, I'll get, I'll get into that later, right? So Jesus two months ago, I guess three months ago Dude, now. This is a podcast where you can go into detail. There's a, there's a team called OG. And no one knows what it stands for. OG originally, originally they said it stood for Original Gangsters. But then it turned into like something in positivity, you know. There's a team. It's a team that's since it was founded was all about just them being best mates, having fun playing Dota and winning tournaments. The in betweeners, man. They're just and like that's what they did, Fred. man. That's what they did. They won so many tournaments, but every year coming up to TI, it's a free for all. Like especially this year, there was so many teams who could potentially win it. Now OG. They won, two years ago, they won loads of big tournaments, but they never won TI. And then when they lost TI 6, they reshuffled the roster. Some of the players left, they brought in some new players, but the core two guys, the biggest bromance in Dota 2 history, stuck together. No Tail and Fly. They were the biggest bros. Three months ago... It's actually so a really good like, two names for them. Two months before the International 2018, uh-huh. Fly, their captain, uh-huh. and their... Previous international winning offlaner left the team, and the three last players were stuck two months before the international, trying to scramble up a team. And they had like, and it was looking bad. They had Do you have to have five players? You have to have five players. Have to have five so you have to. Okay. So you're just going to go down the road and get like Barry from like the shop and be like, could you just, just make up the numbers, mate? It's, uh, it's essentially what they did. Really? So what they did was they found a. Uh, pure up-and-comer called Topson. He's this Finnish player who is really well-known in, like, the high-skill group because he's in that group, but only in matchmaking. He's never been in, a, like, a real team. So he is actually, like, a provenly good player? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's really so good. he's not just a random. But so he actually knows yeah, yeah. Okay. But he's never been on a pro team that's been, like, ah, good. So it's a big, big debut. The International would be his first ever LAN tournament. Which is unheard of. I was gonna say that's a bit much like that is like it's the most pressure intense tournament ever because everything your entire yeah. year builds up to this one tournament. Sounds All like the other tournaments mean one, nothing. Like. It's a bit like losing your virginity to a, to a supermodel. It's, just like, it's a bit much for the first time. You know, it's like I'm doing it. Like so doing here. So the story of OG, they <laughs> one of their players used to be their coach who hasn't been a good player ever. He's had to become a player. For Why was a he year. a coach then if he was pish? Well, he has a good mind for Dola, but he's not necessarily the best player. Okay. Interesting. But that's why everyone thought. Oh, So then they dang. picked up, then they picked up uh, an older player they used to have on the team, but hadn't played professionally for a year. So he was out of practice. And they picked up the, uh, the Finnish guy who, before the international, had won $3,000 off of esports and Dola. Dude, Only that's not Even that, like, it's still though, three grand true, for playing true, games. True. Like, but that was it. it. And then they had to go through the open qualifiers, which is a slugfest where anyone in the world can join the open qualifiers. It's a best of one game, so you can lose that game. If the enemy team just makes some if weird play, unlucky, yeah. yeah, you can just go out. They worked their way through the open qualifiers, they got to the main qualifiers, they beat everyone in the main qualifiers, and even then people are like, nah. look... It's OG, man. Like They just not got the skill. They don't have the veterans anymore. 
so these are like the big baby faces of the tournament. Yeah. These are like rough. Yeah, like they're the pure underdogs. dodgeballers. No, they're the pure under. Well, not the pure underdogs, but they're kind of sounds like they were the pure underdogs. There's a couple other teams that were very bad, but they. But they're not underdogs though, bro. Underdogs have to come up and win eventually. Like they're just shit. So it's just different. Like that's the guy that Rocky Balboa beat in the first match of Rocky One. Like the very beginning of the film, you're not going to be like, "Oh, he's the ultimate underdog." You're just like, "He's just the jobber that did the job for yeah. Rocky at the beginning of the film." Anyway. So they get to the main qual, the main tournament, and it's like, right, okay. There's so many favorites to win. There's so many favorites. Are there a lot of betting on this? So good. There's um, like a lot of betting on this. There used to be, but Valve have been clamping down on it a lot recently. Oh, really? So you can bet still on like official sites, and there is yeah. scummy sites that still do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nah. I don't say on that. And so, they get to the, the tournament in the group stage. They were near the bottom of their groups after the second day, and it was looking quite rough. Like, looking like they were going to go into the main tournament in the lower bracket, where they could face elimination. Okay. And in the final day of the groups, they managed to go six wins to two losses, propelling them up into the upper bracket of the group. Oh, I So, going into the main stage... They have an upper bracket and a lower bracket. Okay. Right? So you lose in the upper bracket, you go down. If you lose in the lower bracket, you're out. Okay. So that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. They're up against. I can't remember what team it was, but it was quite a good team. It was the number one team from the other group. Okay. They were up against. Okay. So so they, they smashed them. Beat here quite they smashed them. Really. Absolutely smashed them. Oof. That team then went out. They were. They did very badly at TI. Um, then they went up against. The team that their former players went to to oh. create the All Star team, right? And there is literally the Cobra Kai of Dota Two. Okay, <laughs> like, these guys. There's no emotion. Global they're just pure, just like we're gonna win. We're the best. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll so, steal your players. You kind of you kind of skipped over that bit. So these two players that left OG went to this All Star team. Did they get paid more money or whatnot for it? Or just... um, it's not about the money. It's more about they thought they had a better chance of winning. Okay. 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 Right. So where are we at with this now? So we're at the grudge match. This is where it was. So like, is this, this the is, final? No. Okay. So we're, there's still two more like right. wins but to this, go. But this is the match everyone wants. This to is like to the match. Honest, wants to do you know what? You've actually done quite a good job of. I've gone from having zero interest in this. I know. I'm actually interested. Want, now. To I want to want to this has been the best ti right. the whole time. So so where where's so this going to be? Where they end this? up getting a really close two one against. Oh, so it's yeah, yeah, this is they finished. The, oh, sorry. all right. So who won, won it? Who won it? The OGs and them. Well, come do this game. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. OG, OG BEG, they're they're rivals. Nice. And at the end, No Tail and Flyer going for the end of game handshake, and you have to see the clip. I'll show you after. No Tail shakes Fly's hand and gives him the biggest death stare you've ever seen. Really? When he shakes his hand for a split second, he just goes. What? Right. It keeps going, and you can just see the pure emotion. And what he said was, when they left, everyone knows it was a betrayal. Like they betrayed the team and left yeah, to yeah. create a bigotry team. But in an interview, so who won? Good guys or bad guys? In that game, yeah. the good guys. The good guys. The good guys. Maybe yeah. yeah. faces yeah. triumph came out triumphant. Yeah. Have you ever thought about booking pro wrestling? <laughs> I think you do quite well. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like he said in an interview, is like a very He'll personal be like, first show. We're going to have this kid comes in. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was a very personal matter why he left they left so, the team and like it was very he didn't want to talk about it at all okay yeah you could just see the whole tournament this is a guy that's usually the happiest guy in the room and he's just and the entire the tournament he's got bags under his eyes he's serious oh. as hell so this is the guy that defected 
No, this is the good guy. The guy that's annoyed at this the guy. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this is pure revenge. So is it so? Again, I don't know too much about competitive gaming, but would you want to? Because I know in like a competitive sport, like amateur wrestling stuff, you don't want to compete off of emotion. You want to stay calm and relaxed. But in gaming, is it the same thing, or would you maybe? Would it be? Depends. Even, do you think it would be, make you play better to be motivated? It, it depends. Like well, depends sometimes, on the game. yeah. Like, see, in that game, you can tell like OG had no chance. Like the other team, they were on paper a much better team. Yeah, but they were just getting stuck. But the 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 thing is, because they brought in this guy who's never really played pro. He was just playing like any other random game of Dota. So, this so there's no structure to it. He might have just worked for him because he's just like, oh, I'm just playing. And he's not really the team, say, it. the team just played crazy stuff and no one knew how to counter it. It reminds me of John Jones, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, just having no pressure, so just goes in and he's doing he's, he's yeah. creative, yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's, the, that's pretty cool. The stories go deeper. So every, oh every even year, a Chinese team wins. <laughs> and every odd year, Pardon me. a Western team wins. Okay. That's the rules. That's the way it's always happened. Okay. It's just what happens, but it's turned into a ritual, a curse. It just kind of. So they, they're in the upper bracket finals. Whoever wins this secures their place in the finals. And they're up against the favourites to win the tournament, the Chinese team, LGD. The who's actually win. sponsored by PSG, a French football team. Okay. Also, pro sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're not. It's It was one of the best games I've ever seen. It went again to a 2 1. It was so close, and OG came victorious, and they secured their place in the final. Right, so who won in the final? I'm not done. Oh. This story goes on so long. This is a, I know, this I know is a big one, man. It's 20 minutes in. So 20 minutes deep. I've lost where I am now, because oh, you're into Christ. it. God Christ. damn it. Right, so we're starting the story GR, from the beginning. You're talking over here. So they, <laughs> they secure their place in the finals. They secure their place in the finals against the, the Chinese Giants. The Chinese Giants now have to play against OG's rivals, who they beat previously in the lower bracket finals. And the Chinese team made them look like bitches. Wow. They slapped them about like it was nothing. And this was on the same day as the finals. So OG are watching the Chinese team looks so good like they like everyone thought it was over yeah. they were like nah the Chinese have won this 100% because they made okay. EG and was it terrible in the lineage of was it were they due to win yes they the should have won okay. it was okay. a China year okay so what Plot, happened uh, so, yeah no. so it gets to the finals OG win the first game out of nowhere okay and everyone's like oh my god yeah. and I'm watching this at like midnight to 5am because it's in Canada and I'm just Did like you have work the next day uh, <laughs> yes oh and my it was at 3pm I was working at 3pm so it wasn't that bad it's not that bad and uh, OG win the first game and we're like oh my god and uh, in the finals of the best of five rather than the best of three yeah okay and only one finals in TI history has gone to a fifth game and that is classed as the best finals of all time okay it so literally came I, to a ball here but okay, so this time it goes 1-0 okay. and then the Chinese slap them about two games in a row and Oof. everyone's like it's over man okay. it's over and OG through the power of friendship in the fourth <laughs> game continue to get slapped but the one guy the coach the ex-coach manages to make the biggest plays anyone has ever made and he drags them back into that game and they win the fourth game it's tied up it's 2-2 there's one game left and everyone's like oh my god and in Dota you have a draft where you pick your heroes yeah, and you yeah. ban certain heroes and like the Chinese got all the heroes they wanted and it was looking over they had all the strongest heroes throughout the tournament it was like guys like yeah OG had like the weird ones as well they were doing their typical thing yeah, yeah. the weird heroes and it's like they can't win. 
But if anyone can do it, it's OG. It's OG, let's go! And in the final game, OG. typical OG. fashion, fashion they start getting beat. And then one fight, they manage to pull it round. Putting the heat on them, bro. It swings the momentum into their favour. And they crush LGD. And OG go on <laughs> to win TI8, man. It was unreal. And in the when they're picking up the trophy in the Aegis, no tail. He's such a veteran. Like, he's been in the game for so long. <laughs> the game's been about two years. <laughs> he's bobbing years. 15 years. years. Dota really? 1 has been out for 15 oh, wow, years. Wow, Dota 2 okay. has been out for 10 years. He's the Bobby years. Yes. Dota. Is it? So, anyway, <laughs> he's crying. They're all crying. And it's just like everyone's so emotional. Let's it's the team the you man. wanted to root for, man. And it was just magical. It was the best finals okay. I've ever seen in my life. There you go. There Dota you go. 2, man. There it's a hell of a game. There you there go. There you have it, people. I'm sold. <sighs> that, that's, that's the most excited I've ever seen you. <laughs> ever. Do you know what? Ever. Do you know what? It's funny because I'll tell you what. There's something about that, right? I love when you hear people talk about what they're passionate about. Yeah. yeah. When they start, there's always something, and it's almost like a bit ridiculous. They start to almost lose themselves a little bit, and they start to almost become like a bit silly when they talk about things like that. Yeah. Like their passion, but I fucking love that because it's like that's what like drives. That's what they love, man. And it's it, it's it's really good. Like it's it's true. It's like the most passionate I've seen. Yeah. Like since I met you, to be Dude, honest. It's so insane though. Like I keep thinking about it. Like that was the best <laughs> night ever, man. That's crazy, man! Like that's. I met I met the guy No Tail. Really? Yeah. When I went to a Dota tournament when I was seventeen in Germany, I don't think has a tail. He was in my hotel. At seventeen, you just went to a Dota tournament. You and a mate, wasn't it? Yeah, four of us. Oh, forty. So there's four of us. Couldn't get fifth. Couldn't compete in betweeners. Yeah, I met that guy, and back then he was pretty bad. Was his name sir? So his name is No Tail. His in-game oh. name is No Tail. So was he? Was he? Ironically, has a big tail, man. Was he? Was <laughs> yeah. he competing competitively back then? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He's been competing since Heroes of New York before Dota Two came out. Jesus, which was essentially Dota. So they won. Different. So they won all the prize money. Yeah, they got 11, 11 million between them. So there's a guy oh. who before Ti, his first ever tournament, he oh. had earned three thousand seven hundred dollars. Now he's a goddamn millionaire. So do they come back the next year and like, right, we're going to go again? Or are they just like, let's invest this in property? They could be getting sponsorships as well. Dude, well, I mean, yeah, like, it's not like Monster Energy sponsored like a lot of... Uh, the team is actually sponsored by Red Bull. Oh, well, there you go then. It so, just yeah. makes you think like... Proud non-sponsor of our It's weird, like, again, our world is like pro wrestling, but I'll bet you that's probably more, that, that's probably more popular. Well, how many people were in the uh, big 15, 15 million people watching. Uh, that's what peaked that. Well, and what about in the so was, like was there like a stadium? Yeah, yeah. How many was in the stadium? What was I the draw? They didn't sell at the stadium because it was their first time in that place. Rough idea. How many do you think? I have no idea. I'm so bad at because I remember I read once where there was one for a. Uh, I can't remember what the tournament was. League of Legends. Was it League of Legends? And they had like 40,000 people in the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that would have been in Dude, have you ever Korea. seen them? It would have been in Korea. Yeah. Where that these freaking stadiums yeah, are so packed, dude. Well, dude, when I went to Germany, like we were in a World Cup stadium. We didn't sit in the, the seats, but the entire pitch was uh, filled with chairs. And there was just a massive screen at one end. And it was full. That's not. And that's like it's not like uh, you know I mean it's not like a concert that where you need a big stage and all that. You've got like some screens in that, and then the rest is just packed with people. Yeah. You so know, you have like a small stage oh, with like two booths with five computers in it. The internet has really changed the world because I remember back in Maddie, I used to watch video games on oh, TV. Back in Maddie, there was well, there was a channel dedicated to video games, and all it was was honestly there was a half an hour program on it. 
there was just literally like a run through of like Sonic Adventure and I was watching with music on in the background I was like oh like (laughs) I had the game I could have been playing it myself but when I got in from school I was watching that and there wasn't even someone talking over it it was literally just the game being played with music in the background and then they do it with other games and stuff like that and it was just like it's like the first Let's Plays by the sound of it yeah 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 yeah. uh, people like PewDiePie were like the first people to start talking over gameplay that's what I was going to say man like that's a weird thing people look at it and go like you have you could just play games like why would you watch them and it's, it's, it's just a weird thing about watching people play games it's just there's, there's nothing funny I actually, about it I actually don't I've, I've, it's not something I've really ever done and being you know a kind of part time streamer it's probably something I should do, should do more, <laughs> yeah. like I just like to me I have to say like streaming's very addictive like I remember yeah. when I started I started doing it all the time um, it's a bit more difficult nowadays like we, as you know we do more podcasting rather than mm. like the video game stuff because the reason is it's like look at the end of the day like we, we've got to the point where it's like we kind of want to grow this into a business where this is part yeah. of what we do right now we're covering costs but like see when you, <laughs> see, see when you do like a, a stream it's there but people don't really go and watch past videos on Twitch you know what I mean yeah. whereas it's like a YouTube yeah, thing, yeah. whereas like when we watch this we'll maybe get like okay so we'll maybe get a, a smaller viewership than we would for playing a game at the time yeah but then we'll get hundreds and thousands of, of plays of yeah. what we've mm. just done after it that we wouldn't have got if yeah. it was a video game and it's like it is just it's a bit more viable as like a kind of Potential the, business the model. The thing I've always said is like on on Twitch and like YouTube, anything. There's two type of people who make it: people who are in, like masters of a game. So like for example, yeah. with Which Dota, is never you watch watched. the pros. Yeah. Or like the pros are so good. Fortnite yeah, yeah. And stuff yeah, like that. Like he's yeah. one of the best. And um, the Doc and Trout for PUBG, they're just amazing. Yeah. Or you have a really strong personality. Yeah. And that's what people watch you for. Well, I mean, you have to have. And so I mean, I'm here, I mean, <laughs> and then the thing is, it's like sometimes because, like, when you do that in wrestling, it's like sometimes streaming is the break from it. You don't exactly want to be like, <laughs> but I know, you know, I maybe should type thing. Yeah. But it's it's kind of a, it is it takes a lot of energy. Like there's it, it there's does. part of the appeal that is it's the real you. you know? I know, I know. Yeah. And that's, I talk about things quite in depth on streams. Actually, I've yeah. been running like uh, so. I run Impacts Twitch on a Tuesday. I've been quite enjoying that. That's been pretty cool. I did a Donkey Kong last night and the week before actually. That one where you I'm, broke it like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that, but like, but I saw them read the yeah, I was doing a water level in Donkey Kong, and like, I got to like a bonus level, and it just respawned me. But it was like I could go anywhere that I want. So basically, you know, you've got like the in a game, you've got the area that you can go, and then the boundary where you can't yeah. go. Yeah. I could only go in the areas you're not supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> so like, here's the area where you're meant to be. I could go up and around it, but I just couldn't go to the area you're meant to go. And the thing was like. I actually got stuck at a certain point. I thought, I bet you I could actually complete the level. If I just go, whoop, like, round the boundary. But it stopped me after a while. And there was one wee bit where a hammerhead shark just pokes its head in. And I had to get uh, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong to commit suicide to get get back. But, yeah, I ran out of time for the second time. I got a little... I think I ended up in roughly the same place. The run started out so well. And there was this one level, just this one bit that I just lost focus. And it was like, I lost a bit. I dropped about 13 lives on this one level. Have you ever speedrun a game? Because I know you're like amazing at like Sonic and stuff like I'm that. I'm not amazing at Sonic. Like I'm I'm decent at Sonic. Like to the point where I can complete one of the Sonic games within a time frame with the emeralds, but 
I can't speedrun it. Like the only one I was able to speedrun was the first level of Sonic Two, and I got like I got like within two seconds of the world record. Piss off, really? Yeah, but that's like still, but that's like, but the world record's like it was something like nineteen seconds, and I got twenty-one seconds, something like that. Dude, that's mm. still pretty good, man. But then again, am I willing to do that for every level of the game? You know, yeah, like uh, speedrunners, like. Yeah, you have to just not healthy people. Like, (laughs) they just sit and they'll practice day in, day out the same patterns, the same glitches, the same button presses. And for what? You know? For what? Yeah, like, I mean, I I see the appeal of it. Yeah, the best in the world, you know, and it's. I really like watching speedrunners. Yeah, no, me too, me too. But, like, if you think about the actual. Yeah, if you think about (laughs) the actual, like, the practicalities of what it would take to be that good. Sure. It's like you're literally giving up the the large portion of your life. Do you know what I look at? It reminds me of, like, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournaments. You could do these tournaments and make loads of money, and then it's like. Amateur wrestling, you make nay money. And it's like, but the skill level is just as high. Speedrunners are like just as skilled, if not more so than a lot of esports players. Yeah. They are, man. These world records. But they're not but, just memorization. Uh, yeah, it's completely skill different. Though, skills. Man, you need to be. Have you like, ever seen the ones where they've got the heart rate on them? So they, some of yeah. them will wear a heart rate monitor and it shows you their heart rate, right? And there's one I watched which was the speedrun of the original Mario Brothers. And it's less than a five minute run. It's less than a five minute on the world record, yeah. right? It's like four minutes. But by the end, their heart rates are like 170, 180. Yeah. Like, and I'm sitting there going, I'm like, man, I'd love to do a study and see if that's like as effective as cardio for someone. Because their heart rate is working like mad. <laughs> I doubt it though. Because their, yeah. their body isn't moving. But that's crazy the anxiety they're getting. Like, yeah. It's yeah. nuts, man. I, do you know what? I don't understand how people can do like those guitar hero runs. Because to oh, me, like my yeah. heart would just be like, by the end, I, it's a I have a friend thing. who is very good at Guitar Hero. Yeah, I want someone to speedrun Wii Sports, man. That's what I want them to speedrun. <laughs> they just be like, <laughs> bro, there's speedruns of every game out there. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There'll be a whole Wii Sports speedrunning community, like a couple thousand strong. Dude, I hope there is, man. That's sure. what we're gonna do. If there any, if you're a Wii Sports speedrunner out there, contact us. What uh, What else has been happening, guys? Because um, to be honest, usually we'll come on the podcast like some sort of idea things to talk about but to be honest like that was really the the whole kind of Izzy situation was the only real thing mm-hmm. that I kind of really want to touch upon you want to talk a little bit about that I is just that- I just do a mode that's all I mean I just, yeah, yeah. just want to play oh I actually had a pretty funny moment at the train station today when I was walking to my train and like you know when like you and someone else like start walking into each other yeah. and you both go like at the same yeah, way yeah. left right left right <laughs> me and this guy who was like similar age to me doing it and like we both just burst out laughing like uh, it got so ridiculous like we were doing it for so long <laughs> as we were walking towards each other I, I, tried, I, that quite funny. I don't know if I told you guys this but I had a really awkward situation at the supermarket the other day so basically we're going around getting our shopping I'm in the middle of a conversation um, and I'm going uh I can't remember exactly what I was saying, but it was uh, so we were getting it's it's uh, me and the GF and we're getting our uh, supplies for the week and I'm I, we were basically chatting about like something I'd done because usually I've done something but but let's something I'd done oh what have I done I know and I'd gone like jokingly I'd gone oh yeah can you imagine if I'd have done that and then just walked in the house and been like hey like nothing happened right. Have I told you guys that? You told me. Right, okay. Me so basically, as I went, but I said it really loud, and as I went around the corner, I went, hey! Right? <laughs> and at that exact moment, at that exact moment, there was like a woman, like, waving to her little kid. Like, <laughs> 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 and 
and so she turned around and she thought I was just mocking her. <laughs> so all she heard, she's doing this, she's going, and all she hears, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> she turned around. And it was like, and it was like not awkward. It was like awkward enough that we both knew, but like it, it just, I, I didn't, I was like, I'm not explaining it. You just like, pointed yeah, the GF just, and you're yeah. like, I'm sorry. No, and there was nothing to say. And she kind of looked at me as I'm like, oh okay <laughs> so yeah that was pretty awkward yeah. you do put yourself in a lot of awkward situations she's just like he just said his first words <laughs> good god that's amazing I do have a story uh, Gredo told me a story about um, so I, I'm not going to say who it was but it's a very famous person had just had a baby. Tiger Woods again. And so she was she was walking down the, the <laughs> corridor like this and um, so she she had the baby in one in one arm and she had like a drink in the other arm. Oh god. And then uh, so she she's walking down the corridor and Grado's walking towards her and she goes uh, and and she's like Grado thinks he's going like and Grado thinks that she's needing a hand, so he, he goes up and like takes her drink. <laughs> Like and, and she goes, oh, are are, are you thirsty? <laughs> Did he not say anything to her? Like, oh, do you need a hand? I, I can't. Just... I can't remember. I'll oh need to God. next time I get Greg on the podcast. I'll get him to tell the story with all the details. But yeah, that, that was a pretty man. fun one. That's a pretty fun one. <laughs> that is funny. Just putting Grado into any situation. Grado is hilarious, man. Yeah. Some of the footage that we got from that last trip is just yeah. unbelievable. Did I show you the one of him dancing at the airport? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, like it's just, 20 times. And the guy at the back so is just like... I know. It's so good. I, I'm looking forward to editing this into a, into a video to show you all. Dude, I'm looking forward to watching, but I love that sort of stuff, like video diaries and stuff. Always, yeah. It always make me laugh. Like A lot of times when you find that, like you were saying earlier about like uh, with streaming and stuff, it's like, you know, a lot of it can come down to personality and like that's with behind the scenes stuff like a lot of that like some cool stuff like remember we were watching that with uh, what were they called uh, on what were they called on YouTube was it Cow Shopper yeah, yeah yeah and we were like all the content they're putting out is hilarious but sometimes the behind the scenes yeah, stuff is funny. I find the behind the scenes stuff with YouTubers more interesting yeah, yeah way more interesting I'm like that's, I see when I was younger with wrestling I used to love that stuff as well wrestling like I was obsessed with like behind the scenes and like ooh whatever like whenever I watched movies it was like the featurettes of behind the scenes were always my favourites yeah, bloopers like, and stuff yeah really. man it's like that's it. See, if you go on, you yeah, can find the like, office and extras bloopers are just fantastic. <laughs> I like you can find like 30, 40 minute compilations of just all bloopers of TV shows, like Friends yeah. bloopers, and it's just Dude, 40 minutes of all these sunny bloopers are amazing. Dude, are they bringing that back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard they're bringing it back yeah, for a new season. The trailer's been released. Yeah, I saw the trailer. What? Dude. See, the thing is, I found that I don't find the show that funny, but I found that trailer very funny. That's because the show is very funny. Discuss. Because the show is very funny. I know, I know. I just, I, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get like it. Like the show the thing is, I get it, but it is, it's like it's off the wall, man. Like the you first have thing, to, you have to get that it's, it's an anti sitcom. Yeah, it's like and when you. What do you mean by an anti sitcom? It goes against every sitcom trope there is. Why? Because it's funny. So I'll give you an example. And they're making fun of sitcoms. So I'll give you an example, like the will they, won't they scenarios, right? So in Always Sunny, like especially in the early seasons, it's uh, what's his name, uh, Charlie and the the girl from oh uh, the waitress, the yeah. waitress. Yeah, it's always like, oh, he's gonna get her, eh? Like she'll eventually come round and he'll be able to get her. And it's just nope. 
No, it he turns just, out he's just a mega stalker. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she hates him completely. Yeah. And he's just a weirdo with that stuff. But I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. They also it's, have a moment where, like, Charlie and Dee, like, uh, in an episode where it's a very meta episode where the gang are, like, saying is, <laughs> they literally miss the boat in the episode. Right. So, like, already, <laughs> the, the episode's called The Gang Misses the Boat. Yeah. And they all split up to go do different stuff. And Charlie and Dee end up, like, kissing. Uh-huh. And as soon as it happens, they're like, "Let's go back." That was a terrible idea. Let's go back. Like, no, no. <laughs> and, like, you, you look at all these shows, like Friends, How I Met Your Mother. They're always like getting together within the groups. And yeah, it yeah. becomes a good. It's thing. always they're like, "Oh, should we do this?" I'm yeah. not sure. And they just, "Oh, why not?" Yeah. And then this is a complete upset. I always love that. Like uh, the intro sequences are honestly some of my funniest or some of my favorites. Like in the very beginning, it's like. In the very beginning, like they show the episode title, yeah, and a lot of times say, I yeah. don't like seeing the episode title before the sh- the episode yeah, because it's it, a gag in itself. It gives it away, but this one, like they start after about like midway through season one, they started being like, huh, "It's not like we're gonna go and buy ourselves a Ferrari," and it's just like the gang yeah, buys a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. and I was favorite like, one is for Mac, like uh, his dad's like. Uh, being accused of like murder and he's like we're gonna go save my dad's life the, <laughs> the title's just Matt kills his dad <laughs> so we'll need to watch that one. yeah it's like what do you think we're gonna do buy a gun the gang buys a gun yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that, that is funny um, but you gotta, yeah, you gotta give it a go okay okay speaking of even movies. if you just watched season 4 okay which is the best season that's okay. what I'm on I'll just do, now. That's actually. what I'll do. That's I'm on what season I'll four do. just now. And my, new, my new, my new. Do you know what uh, I'm going to do as well? I am. Th- I'm finally going to start Game of Thrones because mm. I'm, now, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm gonna, this is what I think is going to happen. All right. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to build up to it. So, like you know, the drugs equivalent is you know, gonna, you know, drink a couple of pints, do some weed, a little bit, you know, build up, and then full blown. Heroin and death. You know what I mean? That's sort of <laughs> heroin. So gonna, death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Nothing in between. No. It's just heroin. Then you're deep. That, that was a joke, by the way, folks. The prestigious one. It's a actually, joke, guys. Actually, I've never, I've never done any hard drugs. There you go. I've never done any drugs. Period. Depends what you're. What are you counting as drugs? Are we counting caffeine as drugs? Aye. Get out of here, druggie. <laughs> get out of here, caffeine, you junkie. By the way, we get seven up free. Huh? Is it free? What? Has it got no caffeine? I don't know. Free of sugar, free of colour, free of caffeine. So oh, well, what's in it? Bugger all, mate. It's just pitchy wax. It's just water, mate. It's just water in the middle of it. Pectin. Pectin. Salt. Pectin? Get out of here, druggie. <laughs> Your bloody pectin. Uh, but anyway, with, with what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to... You I'm ever smoked a cigarette? Uh, I can't remember. I genuinely can't remember. If I... If I, I if I did, it was like a one. one I've had a puff kid. of a cigarette once. Yeah, I think I'm probably in that. And I was like, to be honest, I was like, I can see why people would like it, but for me, I just felt like I'm killing myself. As soon as I had it, I was just like, I was like, nah, I'm killing myself. I just I couldn't do it. I was like, I was like. Ugh. It reminds me of that that Hibs advert, but it's like yeah. you the sticks, and it's like that's bugging. Yeah, but. Anyway, as I was saying, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna build up to a Game of Thrones addiction. So, so how are you like, gonna do this? What I'm gonna do because I've already kind of seen season one. I love how you assume you're gonna get addicted. Is, is I'm gonna have, but the thing is, I know this, but I'm not willing to put in the time right now. I need to build up to it. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have my game on one monitor, 
Game of Thrones on nah. the other end. Nah, you can't. No, really? No. Nah, you You've can't. already tried this. You gotta pay attention. Oh, it was a like, murder Taylor, mystery. Here's, <laughs> like, Taylor, here's what we'll do. Here's oh, how you do it. can't, man. Challenge yourself to this. Okay. Right? Now, maybe you okay. can alter this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start by trying to watch one episode every two days. Right? Hold on. Okay. One episode every two days. Okay. And this might be hard, but you have to give it your attention. Oh, what will happen? Oh, you have to pay attention. What will happen is this. All right, you can even maybe start one episode a week, as if it was as if you were watching it. Okay. Right. Here's the challenge. Try. See how long you can go before you're like. I'll just watch the next one. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good challenge. Yeah, I'll just watch the. That's a really me. good challenge. See, you will see, watch me. I watched the first episode. I was like, right. Let's go, boys. <laughs> mate, that's happened to me. Because like, so you know what? Like, you know, get Brady. the pizzas in, mate. I'm staying in. Yeah, you know, Brady the wrestles It was yeah. him that told me. He was like, he's like, right. He was like, I'll show you the intro to the first episode, and then, and and he was like, that's all I'm going to show you, just the intro. And he showed me the intro to it. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty interesting, eh? And he's like, look, go home tonight. And he was like, watch episode one. He was like, if you're not hooked by episode one, he was like. Trust me, he's like, you don't have to watch it. But he's like, if you're not intrigued after the first episode to keep watching it, then you don't have to. It will will be hard because you've half seen bits. And you have have to pay attention to it. No, I was impressed by the first episode. I was impressed. The first episode was really good. The show gets better and better as it goes on. Like, it really does. I think it does, man. Like when you start getting into like those middle, like third and fourth season, man, you start being like, "Oh my god!" Okay, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Most, so, most yeah. definitely, but season four is where it peaks. One episode a week. <laughs> is it? Is it as nah, a book reader? So. Yes. Okay. Oh, as a book reader. Okay. Well, I'm not. A book I'll reader. tell you what was absolute hot garbage. I've read like three. The new time. Star Wars. I'm not even watching. Awful, 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 awful. I mean, tell us how you really feel about it. Yeah, terrible, 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 terrible. It was like, I mean, so this is going to be a. So it was all right, right? Do you guys mind if I? I don't give. Do you mind if I say what happens? No, go for it, man. I know what happens. So, guys, this is a spoiler alert. I'm about to say what happens in the new Star Wars. Which if one you, is the new Star Wars? The, okay, the one that was most recently released. Right, what's but it like called? Someone might be listening to this in a what is couple it months. Okay. You know, a year, who knows? Yeah, what oh, is it called? True. Is that's it the, the Last Jedi? Yes. Right, the Last Star Jedi. Star Wars The Last Jedi. If you do not know, want to know what happens in The Last Jedi, turn off now, right? Five second warning. And come back in a bit. Yeah, come back in a bit. Ten right. minutes. So basically... They do this whole thing. Oh, you bloody spoiler! Even, <laughs> even even the guy, even the guy that plays Luke Skywalker was like Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill was like, "This is ridiculous." Before Disney told him to shut. Up. But the book he was like, yeah, like in interviews and stuff. He's like, he was like just slagging off. Yeah, he was, like, he was like, "But Luke Skywalker wouldn't act this way." Like basically, so Luke Skywalker is like the most optimistic guy in the universe, and they go and find him, and he's like, "No." And he just like, he won't do anything, and then eventually at the end, like he has this battle. This is this is the this is the the peak here of all the things that this is WrestleMania main event yeah. of all the things that piss me. Like so, basically, there's one thing. So throughout the film, they're trying to find like this guy that can break this lock, and there's only like one guy in the universe that can do it, and they manage. They can't get. Him. They're like, oh no! It was the master lock, mate. Bobby Lashley broke and, it. And there's this uh, there's this guy who just like ha- this guy who's like some sort of Homeless dude is just like way there, but he's like, 
that'll do it. <laughs> Mate, he's, the, he's the OG coach, man. He's just and, like, and, he's, yeah, and he's able to do it. He's like, I could do it. So and he does it. He does it successfully, right? So that's one bit. What did I tell you? Mate? There's another bit where like they've completely changed like the whole warp speed thing now. Oh, so, yeah. for example, yeah. instead of like warp speed, like you almost like go out of the dimension and come back in. Instead, it just means going really fast. <laughs> so it's like basically now you Why? can just like they can take oh, one yeah. little absolute bitch of a ship and just make it go like basically hi- yeah hyper blast <laughs> into like this big the massive Death Star. Yeah, it's like literally like yeah. you could have destroyed the Death Star and like just with. It's a brick. Yeah. You just put a hyperdrive in <laughs> and you go, yeet! Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, why didn't they just. So basically, Disney have just built a film about suicide bombings. <laughs> so like, yeah, I watched a, I watched like a, a third, like, not 30, like a 15 minute video on how oh. that, like that one scene. Where they send a ship through like the Star Destroyer yeah. and like ruins all Star Wars. Yep, it does, yes. Because how would no one them. have thought of yep. that? Like, and the thing is, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even be suicide bombings because you have droids. You can just yeah. get R2D2 to Dude, pilot. it legit yep. sounds like something Family Guy would do in a cutaway where they're just like, yeah. oh, why did we ever think yeah. of that? Yeah, and here's the other <laughs> thing, right? So at the end, Luke Skywalker. So you find that Luke Skywalker is training his guy who's, I don't even know who the guy is. The guy with the long hair. I couldn't even meet. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So what's his deal? Is he like, who's kind of evil? Yeah, like some dude, right? Yeah. So basically. Well, no, he's, he's, he's the Twitter character, man. And Princess Leia's child. Okay, right, cool. That, that would have helped Thunderman. <laughs> like, so yeah that probably would have added to the tension yeah, between him and like Princess Leia oh right so he killed his mum right okay yeah. I, I, okay fair enough yeah. that that adds a little no, something wait. I think kills his dad I think he, he kills his mum there as well but uh, basically there's a all the Star Wars Princess, fans right now Princess Leia us. gets killed right she gets like blown up in this ship and then she just goes <laughs> she's in space <laughs> floating around in space and she just goes like this literally like <laughs> And she just brings her back into the ship, and she's like, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god! And then they they like bring her back to life that way, right? Then at the end, right? So you find out that Luke Skywalker was just like Kylo Ren was getting like too big for his boots, so he was just like, <laughs> and then his story's like, mate, it is. I swear to God, all it was was I was in there and I had the lightsaber above his head, and I wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I realised the error of my ways right there. <laughs> so completely, like, gives total justification to the heel. Makes, you know, basically makes the baby face light out to be, like, this absolute dick. And then right at the end... Oh, my God. So basically, Luke Skywalker has this battle with Kylo Ren. He's like... And at the very go and gives everyone else time to escape. And at the very end... Uh, Kylo Ren puts the lightsaber through him and it's like and it's like that was a good lightsaber noise that's a great lightsaber noise Anyway, so, so the rest of the podcast is just yeah, it's all like an additional. It's just a compilation, like Joe Hendry lightsaber compilation. Yeah. You're dead. You're dead. I got you're you. dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got armor, mate. I got no, armor. I've got armor, mate. You had a dagger, eh? No, that you had a uh, you had a uh, dust ball sword, so both things went that way. <laughs> but anyway, so basically, has this battle, and then he puts the sword through him, and he's not dead. And Luke Skywalker's like, see you around, kid. And it's just like, <laughs> so wait there. So it turns out, oh, it was a hologram all along. Oh, for but then, God's but sake. then, so it was a hologram. So it wasn't really Luke Skywalker. And then it just cuts to Luke Skywalker and he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
like <laughs> he survives the battle what right? so because it's a hologram but the stress of him having to be a hologram just killed him anyway so he does so he yeah. does so like a heart attack what was, what was the point yeah Literally, what? Literally, yeah, yeah. That so, that literally, like, it just sounds like two different people have written Star Wars, and, what about this? and they've just and combined then, both scripts and gone yeah. like, eh. "Fuck it." Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, "What the fuck?" They're like, "Late lunch," and so uh, this is it. Peak battle. It was a hologram. Basically, I all watched, along, it's like, oh, and it's like, I well, he dies in a heart attack I, anyway. I watched a video breaking down why it's so horrible, and it's actually made a very good point because in the other Star Wars, it was just like basically classic storytelling structure, yeah. and then there's the big reveal of Darth Vader and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, literally every story within the film has a gotcha moment in it, yeah. every single one of them, and then it's like it's got all these double gotchas, so it's like, oh, like Luke Skywalker's dead. No, he's not. It's a hologram. But he died. <laughs> Why did he die? But it doesn't matter. It just like, did. He died. Just anyway. did. Yeah, he just oh, died. He died an even less impressive death. It was like a more pathetic death. Yeah, and it was. He funny. didn't even like, die in a lightsaber battle with the the main villain. He just died. Yeah, he just he died. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were talking about there was like one character who has like a feud, an ongoing feud across the movie arc with like the kind of Boba Fett looking person, right? Right. Yeah. So basically, in the first movie, it's like they get their total ass handed to them and then so they were saying the way the structure works in the other Star Wars movies is in movie one like Babyface gets beat down then in the second one they they have a good go but they still get beat up and then in the third one you know so the the second one should be the lowest point but in that one like basically the guy's just like see you around suckers (laughs) sorry didn't mean to actually (laughs) (laughs) so he just like again he just like kills his, his rival just like there you go just see you around like just cheesy crap like that see that doesn't see, that would be hilarious in something like it's always sunny in Philadelphia where yeah. it's an anti-thing anti-tropes whereas in a movie like that you're kind of expected like, it's but, horrible it's so like, horrible imagine like Wrestlemania main event Stone Cold versus The Rock and it's just Stone Cold squash them in two minutes you're just like what? yeah you'd be a bit like eh? But then the rock comes back and pins him, but it's like, oh, it doesn't matter, you lost Yeah, him. and it wasn't him the whole time. <laughs> it was me, I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was actually Stone Cold. Well, it doesn't matter, because Stone Cold. Yeah. Anyway, it was so actually nice. Stone Cold <laughs> under the guise of the rock, and then Stone Cold takes off his mask, and oh my God, is that he, that's the rock. Like, it was like, that was how stupid it was. <laughs> Who is this monster? <laughs> Local politician for the area? Why would you do such a thing? I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> so yeah, Star Wars yeah. sucked. Moral of the story. Disney, man. What's that? Goddamn Disney. Like, I actually hate that they bought Star Wars. Because there was this game being made. Oh, was, yeah, dude, I remember this. Apparently it was like Star I Wars. I need to go for a beat. Awesome. God yeah, the, uh, the Bounty Hunter game. Yeah, yeah. It was like an open world RPG Star Wars game where yeah. you play as a Bounty Hunter. That sounds awesome. There was another one as well that got, uh, and it was going to be like a shooter game. Battlefront was, 3. Was it Battlefront 3? Battlefront 3 was in production by the same company who made Battlefront 1 and 2. And, and then Disney bought Lucas. Disney bought LucasArts and they went, mm, EA can get all the rights to the Star Wars games. Oh, and that's why we have loot boxes and other yep. shit. Just shite. Battlefront games when oh. the original Battlefront 1 and 2 were godlike yeah. arcade class based shooters yeah. with flying and all, the, all the Star Wars awesome. shit that you want <laughs> you're like oh I can play as Darth Vader 
And now when you try and play the new one, it's like, oh, sorry, you need to pay money to play Darkest. Yeah, you're not doing that. See that thing that you bought the game for like 40 quid? Oh, sorry, it's going to be another 20 quid to be Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You have to pay more for that. Speaking of games, off, man. <laughs> Another reason Dota 2 is the best game ever. It's completely free. Nice. If you want to pay money for it, it's completely cosmetic. Will not impact your game in any way. Dude, that's how you should be, man. These pay-to-win games do my tits in, man. You're like, you play a game and it's just like, then it, I'm already 15-level prestige game because <laughs> I paid 45 quid for that. Mate, I paid 40 quid for a helmet that gives me unlimited head armor. It's like, piss off, you yeah. wank. Like, see if you get that for playing lots. Yeah. Still see, pretty bad. Remember back like, in the day. You should put the time in. Remember back in the day when you unlocked shit. Yeah. Remember unlocking shit. Remember in like, Street Fighter, you'd have to unlock the characters. Like, oh, mate, nah. You've got to go through the game, arcade mode, get perfect on every one, and then you get to fight, like... You know the, the unlocked hidden character yeah. Akuma and shit like that, and you're just like, and it was like, oh man, I earned this. And then back in the day, like my favorite thing about like that stuff, and it's kind of the internet kind of ruined it, but just like rumors and stuff always used to amaze me. Where they were like, remember, Ur, uh, was it Ermac, the Ermac rumor in Mortal Kombat, where I it was don't know. so we'll into there was a, a screenshot came up, or it was a screenshot in a magazine years ago, and it was like, or it was in like the menu of a, it was like the debug menu or something of one of the Mortal Kombat games back in the day, and it was it said it had like a little thing that said Ermax on it, and they were like, what? What the hell's Ermax? And then in magazines they were like, oh, Ermax, he's a secret character, eh? and it was like, <laughs> no, he wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, but they were like, nah, nah mate. All the magazines were printing like, mate, he's a secret character. You've got to do this and that to get him, eh? So, like, then uh, they did a thing where, I'm pretty sure they did a thing where they, they then they released him. They basically made him, and they, they showed in the magazines that he was basically, like, one of the Mortal Kombat ninjas, but he was green. Hmm. And then they were just like, aye, I, mate, you've got to do this and do a backflip and, you know, walk a tightrope and hump a chair at the same time, eh? And then you unlock him, eh? Or you get to fight him and then if you beat him, you unlock him. And everyone was like, and then they found out it was fake. But then they actually put him into, like, the next game as a hidden character. That's pretty cool. Dude, I love that shit. Because you couldn't just go on the, the internet and go, it's no really. Remember, like, because you, again, you played Minecraft, I remember, like, the Hero Brain rumors and stuff. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude I love that. That's that was real. Like, every. Every now and then, Notch would just add in the patch notes either added, added Herobrine or Herobrine removed. And there was this whole like myth that was like Notch is dead brother in the game. Dude, and did this character ever show up? Nope. Completely, so it was completely just Notch taking the piss. It was basically uh, <laughs> so you know the guy you play in Minecraft, like yeah. the basic guy. It was basically that guy, but he had like whited out eyes. So he's like a, it was like a ghost. ghost. Yeah. But he would come at you like Slenderman. Have you ever played Slenderman? No. So, like, in Slenderman, he's basically just, like, coming after you and stuff in the woods, and, like, you, you can't even look at him and stuff, and that's what he used to be. Like, this character would just come and try and find you, and you'd be, like, in a mine somewhere, like, really deep, and then all of a sudden he would just, like, show up in front of you, and you'd be like, come at you and try and kill yeah, you. Yeah, and people would make stories and make videos on it and stuff. Dude, and I love that. It just became this big myth. Do you remember yeah. we played that game with the artwork? With the layers of fear, yeah, dude, great. I love that. You weren't that big on it, were you? Nah, but it's just a walking simulator. I don't, I don't know. I like to though. Like for me, with my attention span, mm. to to enjoy See, that, I liked it because, because then when it spins round at the end, that was so engrossing and disorientating that literally made me feel sick. Yeah, I felt sick as well. I was, yeah, like, I, I, was didn't, like, I couldn't tell if it was the heat or if it was just because it was like. I just, I just didn't. I just something wrong here. I just don't feel right. And I was like, I thought it was very good. 
Dude, speaking of horror, have you guys seen Hereditary yet? No, I haven't. No, I've heard good things. About it, it's yeah, interesting. Really I'm not going to. To be honest with you, I'm not going to. Um, it looks too over too much. We watched it at my mum's house, and she. Yeah, please don't talk too much. No, I won't. Because I do want to watch it. And she may, may or may not have had a uh, slightly less than legal download of this film. But anyway, so I know, <laughs> shocking. So we watched. You So so watch that. I want to go and see it in the cinema because I want to. It is a. It's it's a. Is it I, I, get, I don't know. What I will say. Wild, what I will say about it is this: is I think the watching it in anything other than HD and with quality presentation probably harmed it for me. Yeah. Mm. It's not one for like jump scares and all that. It's just yeah, yeah. psychological horror. Yeah. It's See, that, I like that. Sh- I like that. It's that slight. It's 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 a bit like it's it's there's definite influence from The Exorcist. There's a definite influence from The Shining as well, mm-hmm. in that it creates that sense of dread. Yeah, and you don't really know why. So it's, Gee, that's the shit that I like, man. We need that powerful shit. sense of dread. It's just little <laughs> things like <laughs> so like as a peep show reference for the listener. <laughs> there, like I like that sort of stuff where it's like uh, just little things just aren't quite right, right? Like, uh, I mean, The Shining is the master. Uh, like the, yeah, because the, the music the comes masterful. up, and it's like, well, comes up, and it's like as if something's going to happen, and yeah. nothing happens. Also, like, someone, someone actually mapped out how the hotel would have to look for the way that it was presented in the movie, and it's an impossible structure. Like, mm. so basically, the rooms would have to be like all the rooms would have to be like a quarter of the width of this. Yeah. The way that what they did is that it was filmed in a real hotel, but for the movie, the way that Kubrick structured it, like for example, there's if you notice in the office that they're in, there's a window, but there's like there's nothing behind them. If you know what I mean, like yeah. it's where there shouldn't be. It's like a window between walls almost. It's mm. like what? Like why is it there? Oh. Like there's stuff that shouldn't be there. I it's like the your subconscious. Yeah. You're like, like, yeah. So, like, have you ever played? And this is a this is a bit of an out there reference. Have you ever played Doki Doki Literature Club? No, no but, but I know. Do you know? What? I've had lots of people suggest that we play. It's, it's a, a so, game that a lot of people want people to play, but, but then the actuality is boring. Yeah. The problem with it is it takes it's like an hour. It's about two hours before really? it starts. Two game. hours. So basically, I'll give you the, an idea of the problem. I won't, I won't spoil does, the game. Does it you. ruin it if you go into it knowing what happens? Nah, kinda. A little bit. Nah, not really. But it, it, it does actually. Again, yeah, spoiler it, alert: If you want to play Doki Doki Literature Club. Stop listening now. I don't know. My advice is you just don't play it. I tried to play it and I just got bored. So here's the thing. So I'll, I'll talk you through. So basically, it starts off like uh, I'm not going to talk through the whole game. I, I won't give away like what happens. Well, I guess the thing is. So I know it flips on its head, right? Yeah. So the fact if you go into it knowing that it flips on its head, nah, does that won't ruin it? Because there's a bigger reveal towards the end. Yeah, there's bigger not. reveals towards okay, the end. So don't give away the bigger reveal. Yeah, but basically, just it's a it's like a it's a kind of like you know those typical like the dating sim games, yeah, it's right? Like Japanese dating, da- so. Japanese dating sims. Oh, it's a this completely is normal one for two hours, and then they're the worst games ever. Yeah, they're just not. Fun. It's terrible, <laughs> but then stuff starts to change, and you're like, oh, this is weird, and then like so. One of, so the characters all like, and again, I'll, I'll kind of. This is not giving away the big reveal, but like, all the characters kind of deal with like all the, the girl characters in the game all deal with like sort of uh, some mental issues, okay. and they're kind of hidden underneath until kind of two hours into this game, and then the mental issues start kind of showing up a little bit, and then little things start to happen like every now and then, like a character's eyes will just be replaced by like black dots as if they've been killed and their eyes have been stabbed out. Other times, just like they'll. Uh, other I feel time. like you're kind of spoiling this a little bit now. No, no. Yeah, Other spoiler territories. Well, you've already given them spoiler warning, but we're not giving it's away true. the you'd bigger. For Joe, 
yeah. that the comments there? Just, just a few. There's nothing. Well, it's just as an idea, like, and then other times, like the music will just start to change. Like, so the pitch of the music will just change slightly. So you don't really hear it until you notice. You're like, wait a minute, yeah, that's not right. And then sometimes the room will just start to very slowly, in the background of the room, will just start to so, slowly tilt to one side. Like, why is that okay. off? And then you realise, like, oh shit, the room's moving. So, Jake, in your opinion, why does this game do this? Like, what's the purpose? Is it's trying to do that? To fuck like, with you. that's it, but it's to what end? What's the message of the game, or does that give it away? I don't think there is one personally. Well, I don't think there is a message. I think it's just someone trying to make a game that people are going to go, wow, play this because it's really crazy and changes. <clears throat> well, I think That's it's... At the, I'll yeah. tell you what, actually, what game was great. That Sonic Dreams game. <laughs> oh, that was, was... I mean, the first time I played that, it, that was that was funny as hell. That was really That funny. was funny because you play that. Think I think we we'll, might do that on stream. Don't spoil it for yourself, you but I think we might play that on stream with somebody that's never seen yeah, it before I'd love to get I against you wanted to do it with me but I was like I'd seen it before you knew yeah. what it was but yeah it's basically this game that bit where like the that, the funniest bit for me is like when you have to look into his eyes and in the, on the couch that is so funny guys if it, we'll uh, need to get this on a stream style, but the, basically there's a fan made Sonic <laughs> game that just gets out of control yeah it's a, a very strange but that's what's entertaining about it like I think again what we're saying there like it's the it's the un, it's the unexpected twist that makes it funny yeah. or makes it entertaining like I think, Doki Doki like yeah. now it's easy for us to go yeah. oh well it's not that good because we know the twist yeah. see yeah. when you're first playing it well, it's like, when I was first playing I had to give up because it was so shit did you know there's a horror <laughs> game at the beginning yeah yeah. yeah so on, Steam, thing, on Steam it was listed under psychological horror that is the only thing that me and my friend knew about it going in oh really we played it for 25 minutes we went this is shit we can see the direction it's going in oh really you can oh, see yeah, it that early enough. yeah because like it makes you like write a poem and it's like you got to pick words and like the list is like all these normal words and it's just like murder yeah like, see I like that's the word I'm just like oh that's not good I'm just I, like, I could see through it like layers of fear where you're just walking down the hallway yeah and you're just like nope no nope, I'm gonna get jumped at the end of this hallway see, I'm gonna be killed nah and it just there's moments in that game where you think that like shit's gonna hit the fan and it just doesn't and you're like god Damn it! Just hit the fan already. I'm gonna die here. Like you just when you're going down the hall and you're just like, apart from you won't die because there's a walking simulator and you can't die and there's no repercussions. Oh well, they just ruined it for the bloody <laughs> world, eh, for God's sake. But yeah, anyone knows they're like those games are just walking simulators. But that's the point, man. That's the point. But there's there it are punishments. So, but it's like any game. It's like you know some games don't have game overs, but there's like Dark Souls. You can you can die over and over again. Super Meat Boy. There is punishments. Uh, well, yeah, but there is in this game as well. Is what I'm saying. Like what? There's certain bits. Well, if you fall, you go. You, it takes you further back. Oh no! You got to walk through it again. Oh, don't <laughs> well, start. Yeah, but like, what's that? The principle is the same, though. Yeah, I, I just don't. Nah, I don't like it because there's not actually any gameplay, in my opinion. It's Fair just, enough. It's like watching. Yeah. A movie. Personally, I, re- I respect but, your opinion, but yeah. I, I would disagree. For me. I got something out of it. Personally, I respect your wrong opinion, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think, to be honest with you, that's kind of approaching time. Um, Basically, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's been checking out the podcast. It's actually been growing a little bit, like in the last uh, last few weeks. So, we're now kind of, um, we're now, we're pretty much pushing past uh, 10,000 downloads a month. Nice! as a lot keep downloading yeah, guys as a lot of people yeah I mean you know I very much appreciate it I'm, uh, I'm 
pretty happy with that. Yeah, uh, damn. So I didn't know the numbers were anything like that. Jesus, yeah, yeah. I don't get live mics often, so it's quite good to get a live mic and get my opinion out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, for all my six fans that enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, so we've um, basically because you know we put it out across a lot of platforms. Of course, stuff, yeah. When, you, when it's all kind of when you take it when you take it all into consideration, it's 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 pushed past Still that point mm, already. 10, so oh, I think what we'll probably do is um, we we should go for a. Uh, we should go for a, a meal or something to celebrate or you know when we hit a big milestone or something like that like if we hit like when we hit 50,000 or something or you know what I mean or, or you know what maybe we should even just like have a beer or something uh, when we get a sec just maybe from beer 52 yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah there beer we go there we go sponsor the podcast send us another case actually a sponsor this yeah, yeah. com slash Hendry yes there you go there you go so anyway folks but thank you very much for your support I guess is what we're trying to say the thing that's been really cool as well is um Actually, like, usually when you do a podcast, it's like the guests is what brings in the numbers. Yeah, man. But we're actually noticing that there's, it's not as if it's like a spike for guests. And then we've got got certain episodes um, that rank higher than the guests. You know, there's no real pattern when it comes to that. So people are enjoying the, like, these as much as they are the guests. Like, believe it or not, the... The Green Ranger one is actually like <laughs> that we did a few weeks ago is one of the more popular ones. It's, it's had the most, I would say, one of the biggest responses when I posted that on social media. I can't remember what we talked about. That I, well, I put it up yesterday and I just said, you know, everyone and their dog has a wrestling podcast, so here's how we would have booked the Green Ranger's debut. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and actually, it was, I posted it and someone told me it was the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers. No, no way, way, really? Yeah, on the day. Yeah, yeah. Shh, that was totally intentional. I know. Yeah, I totally know. meant it. I know. So um, we do our research. Yeah, yeah. It re- yeah it, I mean, it really is appreciated, guys. I mean, I think it's just a platform for us to just talk shop and just talk about whatever you know from any line of life. So, like, thank you very much. Yeah, so, thank you. I think what we're doing as well is, um, I think what I would quite like to do is, I think maybe take. Do an element of like maybe touch on some fan questions and stuff like that. Yeah, I think, man, I think, I, think I think now that we've hit that point, I'd quite like to maybe up the interaction level. So what I'd really like is if you guys have any thoughts about the podcast or whatever, tweet us. Uh, let us know what you think. I Joe, where can they it. find you? Um, Joe S Hendry on Twitter. The Jabicus on Twitter. The Dave Conrad on Twitter. Those are the best places to submit your questions or even your thoughts for the podcast. Let us know. Because even if you just let us know, whenever I see someone comment on the podcast, like I saw someone got a delivery the other day and they were like, I've been on the DPD. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, speaking about Trump, I've been on the DPD. Mate, DPD Dude, I listened to this podcast, right? And there was a guy on it that used to work for UPS and every time the subject of UPS comes up, he always shouts them out. So he's Because he used to work for them years ago and he's just like, so like, oh, and I got this delivery from UPS so you'll just be like shout out to UPS like back in, like from the day before yeah. he worked that's what we're going to do we're going to get DPD t-shirts man that's no. what we're going to do you can do that if you want I'll do DPD t-shirts <laughs> but if I make DPD t-shirts will you guys buy them I've been no, on the DPD cause no because that's just, it's just yeah. it won't have the DPD logo. logo yeah it won't have the DPD logo they can keep their logo oh okay I'll write it differently That that's just 40 seconds will never get back. <laughs> fine. fine I'm just throwing out ideas guys I know, yeah, I know. I'm sorry I'm sorry Fine. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. No. But thanks so much for the support, guys. So yeah. let us know what, what we will have to sort out, sort out some way they can ask questions. I think maybe yeah, like an email address or something. Finally, start using the Q and A section of the Discord. 
Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe let's, yeah. let's do that. Tell you what, guys, we'll go away. We'll figure out a system for this crazy idea that we've got here. Questions we'll interacting with the fans with and answers. We'll get back to you. So we'll do Q and A's and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> let us know what topics of discussion you want us to talk about as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a good point. Actually. And also, again, if you're listening and you want to, and you want. Um, your business to sponsor the podcast again sponsorship starts from 100 pounds bookings at johenry.net give us an email and we'll sort you out um thank you very much folks i've been joe this is jabicus and bants aka dave conrad and we'll see you next time see you next time nice nice just nice thanks for watching guys thanks for uh i have i have had the chat keep them down times I don't know what was the chat. Some of your comments. One of the first things was that uh, Joe wears the stash. I know that was legit. One of the first. Oh, we didn't discuss yeah. the stash. Oh, we didn't. We'll, we'll need to next week, you guys. That's what first topic of discussion next week will be Joe's non-existent stash. That's no god.